This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, this is Betting Weekly Extra Time Champions League Edition. You're with myself, Dan Roebuck, and over the course of the next 45 minutes or so, with the help of senior handicapper Steve Wiss and professional football better Will White, we aim to identify the value plays post the draw for the last 16 of Europe's premier club competition. And we'll also dip our toes into the waters of the Europa League and indeed the Europa Conference Leagues as well, following the news of the knockout round playoff draws in those respective competitions as well. Steve, six of the eight groups were won by the favourites when it comes to the Champions League this season. Um, in terms of qualification, only Manchester United and Newcastle missing out on the knockout stages was perhaps a little bit of a surprise if we just go on the betting. I mean, so far, it's been good for favourite backers. Well, yes, uh, good day to you, Dan and Will. And, uh, you know, this show is all about you know, the early bird catching the worm, so to speak. You know, we want to get some value in early before these Champions League and Europa League matches uh, start back up in, in mid-February. It was a a good a good group stage in general for the favourites, like you say. And uh, you have the Newcastle, the interesting one. It, that wasn't a shock to me that they didn't qualify, but I would have been interested if they managed to stay pretty healthy during that period because um, I think injuries are a legitimate legitimate excuse for them. Man United were just a mess, weren't they? There's always one team that lets everyone down as such. Uh, but they became so bad that I think everyone was actually on the lookout, Dan. Um, you know, we even profited at times, didn't we? So, uh, yeah, look, this is why the format is changing next year, because it's become too easy for some of these big teams. Top four in the betting, Will, are all shorter in terms of price than they were ahead of match day one of the group stages. I mean, it maybe goes to show that there is some value in the futures market. I think some bettors might dismiss it and just say, well, I'm not going to back them now because X, Y, Z, Team City, Bayern, whoever, are going to be about the same sort of price and we know they're going to make it through as those stats uh, suggest. But but there is some value, I think, to try and identify uh, some plays a few months ahead of the game. Yeah, even PSG, who didn't top the group, um, ended up shortening in price. And it's they'd actually shortened before they'd qualified from the group. So obviously there's an element of these teams getting through the, the group stages safely. And there's some percentage probability that you've got to assign to that. But there's such a thing as well as favorite long shot bias that's been proven to be evident in, in betting markets. And so I think a lot of the margin from the from the shorter priced, bigger priced teams, if that makes any sense, has been taken out now for the teams that haven't qualified from the group stages. And so, you know, it's inevitable that those big teams will shorten in price, even though it seemed initially that it would be completely obvious that they would get through the group stages. Um, I just want to get your opinions on the market uh, leaders when it comes to the Champions League. And we'll get some plays as well as we go. And we'll get some thoughts on those uh, round of 16 clashes. 
but City, uh, Steve, first of all, uh, plus 225 into plus 200. I mean, in different league form of late, but they are short to win the Champions League. And they've got a great draw, haven't they, really? They're actually plus 185 now. And uh, I mean, at the time of recording, which is knocking on the door of Christmas, I would much rather back Manchester City to win the Champions League than, than the Premier League myself. Um, yeah, let's be honest here, you know, apologies to FC Copenhagen fans, but Man City, they're into the quarterfinals, aren't they? They're not going to get knocked out by by FC Co. Um, I think the Danish side are 18-1 to 1 to qualify um, for the quarterfinals. So it's an easy draw. And, you know, City are the defending champions of, of Europe, of the Champions League. Historically, this was a very tough competition to win back-to-back, but Real Madrid kind of changed that narrative. So they're absolutely the deserving favourites. A, because they're a damn good side and they're going to have some key players back fit by then. And B, they've got by far the easiest draw because FC Copenhagen are the lowest ranked side left in this uh, competition now. Got a history of lucky draws, I think, haven't they, under Pep Guardiola? Will, is there any value at all in plus 185 as it is now? Or is it just, look, they've got an easy draw as far as I'm concerned. Yes, they're the most likely winners, but I'm going to leave it alone for now. I think the plus 185 is a little bit short, to be honest with you. Um, my fair value would probably be around two plus 225. So I think the 185 is a little bit short. I think they are deserved favourites, but I think there are question marks and probably more question marks this season than there were last. Kevin De Bruyne looks like he's recovered from his injury. He's training now with City out in the, the World Club Championships. So he's likely to be back but you know whether he can recapture his form and how quickly he can do that is a question mark Erling Haaland's got an injury probably going to be back I think he's out in uh, the world championships with City and not uh, not training currently but they he's likely to be back quite soon those two guys are key to them right along with Rodri probably their three key players three key pieces um I personally think that the outright market currently has been priced quite accurately. I don't really see much value, but we'll move on to the other teams in a little bit. Bottom line with City, deserve favourites, but a little bit too short. Give us your thoughts on buying them, Will, here, because uh, they were a play that you liked at the start of the Champions League. They were plus 550, they're plus 400 now. They take on Lazio. I mean, you're happy with your play? Would you get involved again? Not at plus 400, no. Um, the plus 550, I think, was the original tip price. You know, and they've come in a lot for really, for not much, right? For qualifying top of the group that they should have uh, they should have topped anyway. Um, they haven't been entirely convincing this season. They've kind of been overshadowed by Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. They've had a lot of issues with fitness and injuries. They really need to strengthen central midfield. They'll probably bring in Jao Palinha over the winter break. The winter break is a big factor, I think, and a big thing that plays into their into their favour. And we we talked about that preseason. Um, yeah, probably not plus four hundred, but I do have them rated as the second strongest team in Europe, just ahead of Arsenal um, and behind City, obviously. So I think the market's got them about right. Steve, anything to add with buying? Yeah, I think I was just thinking about this. If if you ask me, who do I actually think will win? the Champions League, then I'd probably go with Bayern Munich. doesn't mean I'd back them, but um, I, I think they're probably the likely winner. What is interesting is, for the first time in, in, in ages, really, um, apart from last season, but in a year where they would expect to challenge for the Champions League, they're actually going to be involved probably in a title race, maybe till the bitter end. 
Mm. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because at times I've seen Bayern and PSG have had this problem as well, where they just they're cruising so much domestically. They come to a big Champions League game and they just haven't got enough in their in their tank because they're not used to facing such tough games or intense games. So I think logically you'd rather be 10, 10, 15 points clear though, wouldn't you? So I don't know whether it's a negative that they're, they're probably going to be embroiled in this title race with Leverkusen. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one um, because when you look at Real Madrid and I don't know the points differences when they've won titles or when Barcelona have won titles, but obviously they push each other domestically, Will. And Real Madrid are arguably in the best form domestically of the top three in the in the Champions League betting here. They won all six of their their Group C games, and they've got Leipzig as well here. I mean, they're plus 600 from plus 800. There seems to be a lot of ticks in the right boxes for Real Madrid, and that's not even mentioning, you know, historically that they've got the job done so often. Yeah, Real Madrid for me are a team where I battle between kind of my head and my heart, I guess, or, or more more accurately put, my model and and my human instincts of watching football and understanding football my model doesn't really like real madrid their underlying data is not that great they just get the job done and they've got that star quality they've got the champions league experience obviously and they've got vinicius coming back to fitness probably in next month i wouldn't want to be against real madrid but i couldn't back them at this price given that my model makes them closer to plus 800 plus 900 so it's, i couldn't get involved for that reason is 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 that your model or is it your Barca bias here, Will? Come on, be honest. It's my model, but I, yeah, we'll move on to Barca. I'm not sure <laughs> if we're going to be discussing Barca um, themselves, but um, believe it or not, the, Barca's underlying data is stronger than Real Madrid's this season, and yet they're at least double the price. And well, I was going to ask you, Will. Right, <laughs> plus five fifty Real Madrid, plus fourteen hundred Barcelona. That's a huge gap. Yeah. You, I mean, what's the reason for that? Because that. I know Real Madrid at the minute have been the better team slightly, but that seems an insane gulf. Yeah, I think it's, that. it's purely based off um, it's based off form, it's based off position in La Liga, and it's based off um, you know the the Champions League winning experience that Real Madrid have. You know, nobody wants to be against Real Madrid in the Champions League, do they? No. Um, whereas Barca are just seen as being more vulnerable at the moment, and I think there is some truth to that. Like the eye test is. You know, has would 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 give you more concerns about Barcelona than Real Madrid, but um, you know, Real have a lot of injuries as well, right? They lost David Alaba. I've now got a big and... problem. I've got a big problem with their injuries long term. There's about yeah. three or four players are done for the season, right? Yeah, along those lines, that is. There's only so much you can do in the transfer market to counteract that. I mean, the latest one, like you say, Alaba, you know, the keepers done all, all year. I just can I imagine. You know, Real Madrid ultimately, you know, semi-finals, finals, doing it with that squad. I, I don't know. They've got Bellingham, who might be the best player in the world. But. I think for me, really, I mean, now that we're getting into it, I'm starting to think that the likely winner of the Champions League is going to have to get a bit of luck when it comes to injuries. There have been so many injuries mm. this season. Like this, It seems like the schedule and the physicality and the speed mm. of football is really starting to take its toll on on the number of players that are getting injured. And 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 I think that's likely to have a big role to play in in, in the likely progression of teams in this tournament. Because as, as, I was going to say, as, as you just mentioned Barcelona, and they have had injuries earlier this season, and they're plus 1,400 or so bigger, as Steve was pointing out. Well, I mean, are you suggesting, are they, are they a play for you now? What sort of price do they need to be? Do, does the draw, has the draw been factored in with Barcelona, Napoli? 
And Real Madrid, of course, have got Leipzig. Is 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 that an easier draw for Real Madrid? I mean, Napoli are no great shakes at the moment. I think on the face of it, the market is thinking that Napoli are a better team than Leipzig and therefore it's an easier draw for Real Madrid. But I don't see it that way. I mean, I'm just have a quick glance at my ratings. I've actually got Leipzig as the better team than Napoli. So that's just that's just my thinking. But I think the market is is definitely factoring that in and kind of it's just another reason to be against Barca or kind of let them fly under the radar a little bit in terms of likely winner. Uh, let's just ask you about some other teams. Uh, Steve, Arsenal, we talk about injuries. They've been pretty good. They're, they're stro- their squad is stronger. There's no doubt about that. They had a pretty easy group. It was a group that, that looked a bit Europa League-ish um, and they came through it okay despite an early defeat away at uh, Lons and obviously going well in the Premier League. Are they better equipped? I mean, they're plus 600 from, from plus 1,200 and the draw, according to the market makers, has been kind to them because they've hard them. They'll they'll get past Porto. Um, I'd be surprised if they don't do that. But I, I just think the priority for Arsenal is the Premier League. Mikel Arteta, they're desperate to end that drought in the Premier League. And I think if it come the end of the season, it could be quite intense if they're involved in both competitions. They're not used to this. This is the first year they've been back in the Champions League in, what, five, six years it's a lot different to being involved in Europa League last last time out. You know, Arsenal, the way they play, I've just got a feeling they will get some injuries in the last few months of the season. You know, it happened last year. Saliba missed, what, the last six, seven games? A couple of others as well. I think a big thing with Arsenal is the transfer window, though, because, you know, if they can get in, say, an Ivan Tony or another midfielder, then they've added a lot more depth there. So I actually think plus 600 is about fair. On Arsenal Football Club, they're um, they're not. I, I'm I'm more looking at them in the champ in the Premier League though, Dan, than the Champions League. Will quick thought on Arsenal? Uh, kind mm. of the reverse of Real Madrid. Model loves them, um, has them higher rated than than Real Madrid. But you know, it's hard to back them given the lack of Champions League experience, at least at the latter stages, recent latter stages, compared to a team like Real Madrid. So yeah, it's a reverse for me. Uh, Atleti have drawn Inter, uh, both prominent in the market. Atleti have gone out quite a bit, even though they were pretty good in qualification. I'm going to ask Will about Atleti. I'll ask Steve about Inter. We can have a chat about those two because they are they're drawn together. Just just on Atleti, first of all, uh, Will we've we've sort of talked on some of the preview shows as to whether they are as good as, or sometimes maybe even better than than Barcelona. Barcelona are great when when they beat Atleti not so long ago. Where do you stand with Atleti from a from a Champions League point of view? I quite like Atleti. Um, they've come in a lot, though, haven't they, in price? And so, what what price are they currently now? Well, no, they've gone out. They've they they were um, unless I've got unless I've scribbled it. Yeah, yeah. I misread I misread the notes. Yeah, I think, I think it's simply because of the draw, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, looking at the prices, both Atleti and Inter actually look quite big to me. But that's probably because they're playing each other. Yeah. Um, who's favourites for this tie? I'd probably have Inter as very slight favourites. Yeah, market says um, that. But yeah, Atleti certainly wouldn't want to oppose them at plus 2,500. Steve, what, what do you think on on Inter? Because I know that you, you like Inter. This is one of the plays that you've put up specifically for this podcast. So talk us through why you like them and, and why you think they're going to get beyond Atleti, first of all. Yeah, I said, I think, on the last Champions League show that Inter Milan was starting to catch my eye at 20-1. to 1. At that stage, I, I expected them to win the group. So, for them to finish second and draw Atletico Madrid, I think that's a result. It's not an easy draw. 
but much rather that than say Man City or, or someone else like that. So if they can get past Atletico Madrid, then you know twenty to one looks a big price on a team which is easily the best side in Italy right now. I think they'll win Serie A this season. Um, I mean, it looks like they're in a you know a race with with Juventus, but I think they'll probably get that done with I don't know four or five rounds remaining. So it's a perfect sort of concoction, really. They're they're fighting hard for a long time, and then come the crunch stage, they might be able to rest some players and focus on Champions League. They've got good pedigree in this competition recently, finalists last season. So yeah, I'm, I've been really impressed with them. You know, when they <laughs> it might actually help that they'll be able to field their strongest eleven every week as well now in the Champions League rather than this rotation thing. So twenty to one plus two thousand, Dan. I I've, I think it's worth a go on the nose for Inter. In, in this um, Champions League, and one one other team that I'll get both your thoughts on because we've talked about them a lot on the Champions League show is Paris Saint Germain. They didn't win their group, only qualified on match day six. Steve, I'll go with you first because you, you're more across the fence. Before I get uh, Will's thoughts, I mean, what do we think of PSG? I sort of put it to James the other day. It's like you know they've they've had a tougher group. Will that toughen them up a little bit? I mean. Would you want to back them at around about plus 1,300? Will mentioned at the top of the show that they've actually come in a bit, even though they only finished second. Their draw um, to Sociedad, is, uh, to, to L'Oreal, is, is an interesting one, which we'll get to shortly. But just PSG outright for you. James Easton said he didn't fancy PSG to win the Champions League now, so that'll do me, Dan. <laughs> I, 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 I backed him, I backed him pre, uh, bigger price, pre, yeah. pre-groups. But I, don't, I just think they've shown too many frailties in that group really really worrying frailties they didn't win away from home and 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 they just seemed overawed by some of these atmospheres and things like that i've just got a question if they've mentally got it you know Uh, that is a big mental problem where where do you on your rating where where are paris saint-germain i mean with with the market here we are what one two three four five six they are seventh best in are they or are they no they're not seventh. they're fifth they're fifth best in they're fifth favorites for the champions league does that you know, does that sit right with the numbers you've got? I, I remember we talked about this um, pre-group stage, and I believe I had PSG 13th best team in Europe at the time, and that was including the non-Champions League teams, right? So the likes of Leverkusen, Liverpool. If you include Leverkusen and Liverpool, I've got them ninth best rated team in Europe. If you take Liverpool and Bayern out, I've got them seventh best team in Europe. So, you know, they've moved up five or six places in my ratings. Um, and that's just that's just really based off um, based off their domestic form more than anything. I think they're probably priced about right now, but then if I think about it, I just don't fancy PSG in the latter stages of the Champions League based off what Steve was was talking about earlier and the fact that, you know, are there really the teams in Ligue 1 that can push them to the levels they need to be pushed to to kind of you know, be in that city-like zone where they're just ready to go uh, two or three times a week. I don't think so. But I think with Bayern, although you could argue that it's a similar kind of thing with Bayern and Bundesliga, not this season though, but um, Bayern, for, for whatever reason, do it's an advantage for them, but it's a disadvantage for PSG. So I don't know why that is. Probably something to do with just the culture of the club or the, the kind of the way that the teams are managed. But... Um, but yeah, PSG, I couldn't back them, but I think their price is about fair. Anyone else you should mention in the futures for the Outright Champions League, uh, Steve, Will? Anyone else that you want to mention quickly or not? Have we, do you think yeah. the winner will come from the top? Go on. 
I'd say two prizes which could look big. I don't think they're going to win it or, or even probably make the semi-final. But PSV are 150 to 1 with Bet Rivers. I think they've got every chance of making the, the, the quarterfinals. And uh, we just talked about them there. Real Thothiadad, plus 6,600. 66 to 1 shot, Dan. They're not without a chance against PSG, you know. I could see it now. PSG dominating Liga heading into this game. Everyone's saying, oh, they're back. They're going to be serious this year. And then they come back down to earth when actually a half-decent team faces them. Will, anyone else outside yeah. of what we've talked about? I like PSV. PSV, it's um, plus 1,500 is, is just way too big. 15,000 um, even. Is it 15,000? 15,000. 15, yeah. yeah, 150 to one, right? Yeah. That's, that's a ridiculous price. I mean, talking about like, you know, who are the top form teams in Europe at the moment? PSV are the best team the best informed team in Europe at the moment. And my ratings have kind of not really reflected that narrative, but they've, they're certainly in the top 14, 15 teams in Europe, including the teams that are not in the Champions League currently. And yeah, I mean, I think that's a bit disrespectful, that price. I think they're favourites to get through uh, against Dortmund as well. We, we're going to rattle through the, the to qualify prices shortly. So we've added Inter to our portfolio. Uh, portfolio. Um, uh, Will is already on Bayern. Um, we talked about City and all the rest of the top of the market as well. So make of that what you will. Just very quickly, just a, a just a very brief word. Top goal scorer. I know that, that, that betters like to get involved. Harlan Steve plus 100. He's got five goals. Kane's got four plus 225. And Bappe's got three plus 600. Bellingham's got four plus 1400. Jesus for Arsenal plus 2500. He's got four. Maratta plus 1100. Uh, any, anything that you want to say about goal scorers at the moment mm. for, for the outright, Steve? Yeah, uh, how much of a shock is it that two Atletico Madrid players are joined top of the golden boot race after the, yeah, the group Griezmann's stage? Yeah, has got five but as well. Uh, as do you know what I'll say, yeah. Dan? Right, think about Haaland. He's someone that often has to be wrapped in cotton wool. Now, they could completely obliterate Copenhagen in the first leg and he gets rested in the second leg. I back, I, I personally backed him um, myself just before the, the group stages, but I actually think Julian Alvarez is an interesting price for City. He often, he's always a reliable player. He stays fit. He'll be on penalties if uh, if Haaland's not around. I think if if if, if Haaland uh, doesn't stay fit, then that's a big price. But I think there's a few of us on Kane, isn't there, in the outright show? So um, hopefully Harry Kane can uh, can go go deep and strong. Will anything to add, a goal scorer, as we stand going into the round of sixteen? What I would say is. Kane has contracted more in price than Haaland has, despite Haaland leading the race by one goal over Kane. So I think, you know, the market is factoring in the fact that Haaland's currently injured, likely to be back soon. But um, what Steve says about kind of having to wrap him in cotton wool, um, at the same time, they do have, a, on the face of it, a very easy draw. And um, I, I actually think if you were against Haaland pre-group stages, you probably look to be covering about now because I think he probably should have... I personally believe he was slightly too short pre-group stages, and now he's probably a bit about right. But um, yeah, those would be my thoughts, really. Even money at the minute. We've got three picks in the to qualify, so I'm just going to get to the three picks because we've talked about the other teams. Uh, Will, you can go first. Leipzig against Real Madrid. Um, I say we've got three, but he's got four because the boys have doubled up on one. Um, Will, Leipzig, Real Madrid, what's the play here? I quite like the outsider here. Um 
at plus 250 at the time of recording. Um, we've got the fourth best team in Europe versus the eighth best team in Europe, according to my ratings. And I just think the price looks a little bit too big and probably should be closer to plus 200. But then looking at the uh, the opening match prices as well, I think maybe the better way in here would be to look to get with Leipzig in the home leg plus kind of quarter of a goal or something like that. But both both look like plays to me. I think Leipzig are flying under the radar a little bit. They've kind of been overshadowed by by Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. They've been overshadowed by City in their, in their Champions League group. But the underlying metrics are very strong. We've spoken about the weapons they have in the likes of Loisa Pender and Xavi Simons. Um, Real Madrid, obviously, they're a juggernaut and, and really, really tough to oppose, especially in this um, tournament. But as as I said earlier on, I actually have Barca, kind of their underlying data suggests they're slightly the better team in La Liga. And so, yeah, I mean, Leipzig plus 250, it's just slightly too big for me. Uh, we stick with a Bundesliga side. Both are going for the same thing. I'll let Steve talk first. This is uh, PSV against Dortmund. And um, you're both going for... I mean, you talked about PSV, but Steve, just give us another line on this one. Plus 120 to qualify PSV against Dortmund, which I think is too big. It should be a pick really, at best. At the time, I mean, PSV have been 100% record domestically heading into Christmas. You know, that might not be the case you know, come the new year, but you can't ignore that sort of form. Um, it's not a terrible league these days. Fine order, a pretty decent side. So I, I think PSV have, have had a nice draw here. I said on, on the last couple of shows, Dortmund are the team you wanted to get if you were finishing second, really. They don't convince me this season, Dan. And I don't really think they ever will. I mean, they'd have to do some pretty damn good business in January to, to get me on their side this season, Russia Dortmund. Okay, uh, will you like the same play basically? Yeah. Anything to add into anything to <laughs> anything to add in terms of any numbers or anything? Any more opinion? I mean, if just talking about the best form teams in Europe. I mean, yeah. sixteen from sixteen in Eredivisie so far this season. Fifty-six goals scored, six conceded. I mean, that's outrageous. And if you look at kind of historical Eredivisie side ratings, you know, the Ajax of a few years ago that were, you know, going off very short prices in Champions League versus teams like Dortmund. Um, PSV are at that level now. And uh, I'm kind of having to increase the range of my ratings to to allow for their their dominance. And so we're look, two teams that are on very different trajectories. Normally, I'd be looking to take kind of a contrarian view to a, to a matchup like this. But I just think I was expecting PSV to be favourites here. And at plus 120, it's, it's way too big. And one other play when it comes to effectively making the quarterfinals here. This is in the Paris Saint-Germain uh, Real Sociedad uh, uh, fixture. And Will, you've got a play here. You're going for the outsider again. Yeah. I was hoping for bigger than plus 150. I put it in our group WhatsApp. Yes, you did. You want, you want, you wanted plus 200, 200. didn't you? But I was getting a bit greedy, and, and and when I looked at the prices and I had to think about it, I still I still want to have them on side at plus 150. Despite the kind of respectful comments from um, El Khalifi and, and Marquinhos about, you know, the, how they respected and rated this Real Sociedad side, I think they might be underestimating them quietly. And I, and I think they're in for a, a rude awakening. Um, as we know, Real Sociedad topped their group, a tough group with a very impressive Inter Milan. Uh, PSG were very unconvincing and scraped through in the end. 
my model does have PSG, the higher rated team, um, by quite a little bit as well. Um, but I personally don't think there's there's much between these two teams. Uh, and, and our own uh, Rory Barlow tweeted out how you couldn't have drawn two most two more opposing that, yeah. clubs when it comes to uh, models, ideologies, and owners. Um, and I fancy the kind of more academy focused, understated and perhaps fiscally responsible team to, to get the job done. It's quite big <laughs> underdogs here. Uh, very, very quickly. I just want one word answers here. Who's goes through uh, Steve city, Copenhagen. Are we saying city, Steve, Manchester city? Yeah. Will. Yeah, definitely city. city. Lazio buying. We're saying buying will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Steve, any, any shock there? No. Bayern. 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 Um, uh, Inter Atleti. I mean, Inter. you like, obviously Inter Atleti for you, will you say into, um, Inter go through on that one? This this is this is the closest tie on paper, isn't it? And yeah. and and one of the ones I'm really looking forward to watch. Actually, guns ahead, I'd be with Inter, but you can never count out a Simeone Atleti team. It's yeah. going to be a Simeone Derby as well, isn't it? Um, uh, Porto Arsenal. We all think Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nods. I mean, yes, yeah. uh, and Napoli Barcelona. Napoli plus one thirty-seven. Barcelona minus one eighty-eight. Any thoughts on that one? Very quickly. Who do you think is going to go through? Doesn't Barcelona for me, Dan. Barcelona yeah. get the job done there. Yeah, Will. Yeah, Barca for me too, and and I think it's been priced about 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 right. I was hoping for a bigger price on Barca, maybe a minus one kind of thirty seven, minus one forty kind of price. But yeah, it's been priced. Unfortunately, it's been priced quite well. Added to the portfolio, both Stephen Will like PSV to qualify at plus one twenty. Will likes uh, Lariel to beat Paris Saint Germain over the two legs at plus one fifty, <laughs> and also Leipzig we're taking a flyer. Uh, against Real Madrid, a plus 250 to add to our Champions League futures bets. We're going to dip into the Europa League and to the Conference League as well. Europa League futures look like this. Liverpool plus 225, Leverkusen plus 500, Milan plus 1100, West Ham plus 1400. Same price about Brighton, Roma a bit bigger. Uh, nine winners, uh, Steve, have dropped from the... Champions League to win the Europa League. 24 seasons that they've dropped down now. So it's a fair percentage um, that have done it. I mean, the Champions League team, Steve, have, have got an extra game because they are dropping down. If you won your Europa League group, you're straight into the to the round of 16. It's slightly different, as we know, for the Europa League and the Conference League. I mean, how big is that, do you think, in terms of Liverpool and Leverkusen, not just winning it, but just in terms of, of their price as well. What's your sort of angle on the teams dropping down and the teams that have topped their Europa League group and, and the market as it is? Well, obviously, you'd already, you'd much rather be in the last 16, wouldn't you? So that's why they're, they're short of price. Um, I, I think Europa League's quite tough this year because the two market leaders, Liverpool, I still have to question, are they really that bothered about this? You know, if they got into a deep Premier League title race battle. I've asked that really... question every single time we've covered the Europa League and you boys keep telling me that and they'll probably be asking it ahead of the final as well. But anyway, go on. So, you know, there's that side with Liverpool. Um, Leverkusen are actually similar and might end up being involved in this Bundesliga title race, which slightly makes me worried for Will's brilliant 20-1 to pre-season tip, which I think we're going to have to add to the portfolio now, aren't we, Dan, now that we're into... Europa League. Uh, well, it was mentioned at the well, start. Well, it yeah. was mentioned more yeah. than once, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, that's they're the. I mean, Leverkusen. I think uh, from that value price, are a good one. But um, I think it's tough Europa League because you've got to identify teams that want it. You know, some teams just genuinely do switch off for this for this event. Um, 
Will, you tipped up with Leverkusen, and we've talked about him a bit, but are you suggesting that better should be adding Liverpool at this stage of the tournament now? Not really. I'm more suggesting that they are the correct favourites. Um, based off ratings, you know, we don't know how seriously they're going to take it. A lot of it will depend on their progress in the Premier League and how that shapes up um, further into the latter parts of the season. But um, has their price contracted at all? I believe they were they plus two fifty. Were they pre? Yeah, they, I, I've not scribbled it down, so it's, I, it's, I, I, they're I, around I, about the same yeah. price, and I don't think we've really got much evidence to, to 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 base any change of opinion on. So I think they're fair favourites. Obviously, Leverkusen have contracted a lot, but that's because the kind of the market and and really all of Europe has woken up to just how good this Javi Alonso team is. I wouldn't be backing them at plus five hundred though. Um, but I have identified, and, and I believe Steve has too, some some much bigger price, um, interesting teams. Yeah. Okay. So these are sort of official plays that we're going to add um, uh, to to the betting slip. Um, Steve, you can go first. Big price uh, outsider for you. Um, when I say big price outsider, I mean there's some big price outsiders pretty much after the top two, isn't it? Here, but who do you like? I'm going to have a go with Lomps at forty to one now. The interesting thing with with Lons's price is that they're really varied across the board. Actually, some books have them as short as sixteen to one. So I don't think the the books necessarily know quite what to think of them. But I, there was a few teams I looked at here. I looked at the likes of Benfica, Atlanta, even Villarreal. I'm trying to identify teams where this competition becomes the priority. Comes or March time. I just think with Lons, this is this has been their first year back in Europe for a long time. You know, we saw how they embraced the the Champions League group. Um, that the Bollard Stadium was absolutely rocking. Um, you know, they beat Arsenal there. You know, we use the old adage: it is a tough place to go. And I think the, the fans are going to be right behind them. They, I think they've got a nice draw. They should get past Freiburg. I don't really rate Freiburg too much, so Lons should be getting through that one. And then, you know, let's see where the look of the draw takes them. But I do know they'll be absolutely bang up for it, and they'll be giving it their all. And I, I don't see how it goes into the back burner compared to the league because this might be their, it will be probably their best chance of silverware unless they have a good run in the Coupe de France. And, you know, underlying that, that's for me still one of the best three or four sides in France. So I'll have a go with, with, with Lons and see, see what sort of ride they can, they can take. Lons dropped down for the Champions League, as did Will's big price fancy. Will? Yeah, I really like Feyenoord here, uh, plus 4,000. I think this has been priced up purely based off the fact they've got a difficult draw um, against Roma. But um, it's it's just, it's it's they've been priced. I mean, my ratings have final on a similar level to, to the likes of Brighton, who are plus 1,400, so a third of the price. Um, and AC Milan, who are plus 1,100, so a quarter of, of, of final's price here. And uh, and at the same time, my ratings have them as better than, than than the likes of Roma, West Ham, Benfica, Galatasaray, Villarreal, certainly, who are all shorter in the betting. So I think this just 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 been mispriced. And I think it's another example of an Eredivisie team, um, you know, being underestimated. And if you look at the Eredivisie, there are only 18 teams in that league. So that's 34 matches in a season as opposed to 38 or or even more for other leagues. And so I think 
you can pretty much guarantee that Feyenoord are going to be up for this. Um, so yeah, I really like I really like that pick at plus four. That now. might become their priority as well, uh, Will, because that PSV be, yeah. should win the league from here. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but there's a lot there's a lot of uh, history of Feyenoord Roma, the two Just manager about. matchup. Yeah, a manager matchup as well. So, is this of... the third third season on the spin that they're, they're going to play each other? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Feyenoord finally going to get the better of of Jose Mourinho. I mean, um, this is probably as good a chance, isn't it? Because they were beaten in the final, weren't they? Was it the conference, the original Conference League final? I think they um, get on the cards. They get on the cards in those games. Yeah, um, we have got some to qualify picks as well. Uh, just following on from that, just let us know the price of final to beat Roma. Will and this is this is the value play in your eyes over the two legs. Yeah, I'm just actually going trying to have a quick look to see if I can find the 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 odds for the previous encounters between these two. Um, just having it. Yeah, so Roma were favourites when they met last season in the Europa League. But I just think, uh, you know, this Feyenoord team has improved so much in the last year. And as I would, I would argue that the, the Roma team has regressed. So, um, you know, I just think the plus 120, it's, I, yeah. I think we've got the wrong favourites here. Um, I think Roma are very reliant on um, Paolo Dybala, Romelu Lukaku. And Pellegrini, club captain, they're all injury prone. Well, maybe not Lukaku so much so much this season, but if they lose one or two of those, um, I think final would be massive favourites for this. So obviously it's a contrast in styles, it's 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 a massive um contrast in, in terms of uh in terms of managerial approach and there's a big rivalry here. Um I do fancy final to get the job done, yeah. Plus 120. And you've got a parlay for us. Rattle through this for us. You've got four teams to qualify. Will? Yeah, I just think these, I think I've identified some favourites here that should be should be much stronger favourites. And I think I think there's a gulf between the, the, the calibre of the teams. Um, the first is, is Sporting Club de Portugal to, to qualify um, versus Young Boys. I think there's an absolute gulf between the quality of those sides. I don't know why. Uh, young boys seem to be overrated. Um, AC Milan to, to qualify versus Ren. I think there's more of a golf than the market is factoring in there too. Uh, obviously, you've got a bit of a question mark with Milan as to how seriously they're going to take this competition. But um, you know, if you if you if you if you don't consider that as such a large factor, let's let's assume that they will take it seriously. You know, they've been priced. Far too, far too big, in my opinion. I think the market is perhaps factoring in that they're not going to make it a priority. But um, the third leg is Benfica to go through versus Toulouse. Far more of a European pedigree there. My ratings have them at least half a goal better. And then Galatasaray uh, to, to go through versus Sparta Prague. That's the, the biggest price of the four. Um, but I think worth throwing in just because according to my ratings, and I think most people would agree that there's quite a gulf in quality between those two. I know I mentioned Sparta as a potential pick in the in the final or the, maybe the penultimate yeah. um, group stage show we did um, where they were a huge price. But um, yeah, for some reason, I think Gallery are just a little bit too big here. And, and, and those four, if you combine them in a parlay, comes in at plus 350. Um, so, you know, a, a a 28% chance implied of, of 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 those four teams going through. I think that's way too way too low. I love that. We like Sporting, Milan, Benfica, Galatasaray all to make the next round at plus three fifty. The parlay. 
Let's get to Conference Corner, Europa Conference League futures like this. Aston Villa plus 300, Fiorentina plus 600, Eintracht Frankfurt plus 900, Lille plus 1100, Ajax plus 1300, same price as Real Betis, Fenerbahce uh, plus 1400. Roma and West Ham, previous two winners, uh, Steve, both started in the Conference League. Um, Ajax, Real Betis are the top ones there in the market, have come down from uh, the Europa League. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on the Conference League and and give us your play. Yeah, I think Ajax are the interesting side, aren't they? Because how good can they become after a January transfer window? I think probably their ceiling is uh, is, is higher than, than the most there. So I don't know. They've got an interest. I'm really pleased with the draw. Ajax against my one of my favourite teams, Buda Glimt. So they've got to go up there to the Arctic Circle. But it's usually great. Getting a Norwegian team is, is, a, is a good one this time of year because they're just not match fit. By, by then, so I think Ajax should get through that all right, and then and let's see. I, I quite like Will's um, favourite backer winner that he's going to talk about soon. It's, it's an obvious one, but I do like that. But I'm going to have a nibble at the other Turkish team here, Fenerbahce, plus 1,400. I think the Turkish, I mentioned it a few times, Turkish football thinks on the rise. It's improving again. You know, both themselves and Galatasaray are going really well at the top of that uh, Turkish league right now and um you know i think galatasaray are the better side but um fenerbahce are not that far behind they they just only just squeezed through the group actually they, they didn't i'm surprised they didn't win the group but um i, I think plus 1400 for a side which um has shown that it's got a lot of goals in it um may well be worth getting getting involved in to be honest with you dan um i think uh, just off, offers a bit of value Plus 1,400 Fenerbahce, we like. Have you got two picks or are you just suggesting, Will, that the market principles are the most likely winners? Yeah, good question, Dan, and I'm not really sure myself, to be honest. Um, <laughs> will Villa would... talk us through Villa, first of all, then? Plus 300, do you think that's a fair price? I guess that's what you're saying. Or not? I think it might be a, a little bit big, but there's a big caveat on how seriously are they going to approach this, given their involvement in certainly a Champions League uh, race in, in the Premier League and potentially even a title race in the Premier League. So probably wouldn't be that keen to back them, but I think it's a backable price for anybody that is interested. And just even if you look at ratings, um, I've got Villa as the 14th best team in Europe and the next best favourites, so second favourites, Fiorentina, 44th best team in Europe. Eintracht's 64th best team in Europe. So... There's an absolute gulf uh, in terms of the quality of the, of the favourite and the second and third favourites here. And, um, yeah, the market is clearly quite wary of how seriously Villa are going to be approaching this. Yes, they did rotate their lineup, their lineup for the group stage games, but not massively, you know. The, the, the teams were still strong and they've got a very deep squad. So I wouldn't put anyone off backing them at plus 300. Probably wouldn't back myself at that price. I, I think we've got to predict what's going to happen with Villa, haven't we? Because just say that the, the likelihood is that they, they get eliminated from the actual title race and they're embroiled in a top four battle. What would, If you're an Aston Villa fan or, or whatever, would you rather finish fourth or win the, 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 the conference league? Are they I going to take a trophy? Fourth. No, I'd they'd say take fourth. the trophy. Or take no way. Are you serious? I'd say, I'd say fourth. I'd say fourth. Are you serious? No, I think if, you're a, if you're a Villa fan, you'd want to see your side in the Champions League for the first time ever. I know they won the old European When was the last trophy they you know? 
I think they would ra- I think they would rather see their side, no. Will. I'm gonna have to adjudicate on this and Dan, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, I think they like Where well, I can't believe that. Trophy. <laughs> trophy all day long. <laughs> um, Will, give us your bigger price runner here that you like. Another favourite of the show, uh, Union Sanjilois plus twenty five hundred. Um, gonna need to have a chat with the Bet Rivers odds compilers here to see to see their rationale as to why they see USG on a similar level to the likes of uh, Pauk, Thessalonica, Victoria Pilsen. Maccabi Haifa and, and particularly Slovan Bratislava, um, just a golf in quality. And in my eyes, between between USG and those teams, I think they're just a little bit too big. Uh, let me just have a quick check of the old ratings because I wouldn't be surprised if I actually have them too far. Yeah, so I've got them kind of in the same same ballpark as as the likes of Eintracht Frankfurt and not that far below Fiorentina. So yeah, that twenty five hundred in my view should be should be about half the price. Okay, good stuff. That's Union Central Wales. We like them at twenty five to one. And very quickly, uh, Will, you've got three um, teams that you like to qualify here. We're not parlaying these up, but you've got three to make it through. Just rattle through those for us. Yeah, as singles, I really like these. Uh, Olympiakos minus one ten to to go through versus Ferenc Varos. Olympiakos, you know, they've got quite the European pedigree. They're only fourth in, in the Greek league, but but only one point off top and clear second in, in in terms of my Greek ratings. I just think there's there's a bit of a golf in quality between these two, and I'd have Olympiakos much close to, to minus 150, maybe even lower than that. Um, they were in quite a tough group, performed quite well against West Ham um, in the, in the um, Europa League. Yeah, I quite I quite like Olympiakos there. Real Betis minus one twenty-five versus Dinamo Zagreb. Obviously, you've got a La Liga team playing a Croatian team here. Dinamo lost a lot of their um, star players, let's say, over the summer. Um, yeah, and at the end of the day, you've got you've got quite a good upper middle table La Liga team playing at pro Croatian champions here. I know Dinamo have a European pedigree, but I think Betis should be favourites, pretty strong favourites to go through there. And then uh, Union Saint-Gilois, plus 163 to go through versus Eintracht Frankfurt. Two equal teams according to my ratings, and I'm happy to back them at almost two to one. That just seems way, way too big. We like Olympiakos, Real Betis and Union Saint-Gilles all to qualify for the next stage, which will, of course, be the round 16, a round of 16. Of course, these are the, the knockout playoffs, as they're called, according to UEFA. So we've got you covered with the Champions League, with the Europa League and, of course, the Conference League. Uh, Steve Will, thanks for your company. Uh, we'll look forward to reconvening in February to see what the market has done to your picks and to whether you might want to change anything. For now, though, that is a wrap for Betting Weekly Extra Time Champions League edition. Plenty more content over the Christmas period as well. Make sure you're across all of the Bet River shows by subscribing to our YouTube channel and by staying in touch on social media at Because We Win. From all of us for now, though, it is goodbye. <laughs>